Hello, good day, welcome, konnichiwa, to the SBS Cycling Podcast for the week of the 20th of August 2015. This is your weekly review of all things cycling. I'm Al Hines. This week on the show, it's a World to Preview special edition with a comprehensive look at the course for the 2015 race. We'll look at every etapa on the menu and dissect, or the kata maybe, dissect the contenders' chances because it's going to be a big, big race. And we need to get you sufficiently hyped. Also, we'll be briefly touch on some of the recent newsy news floating around at the moment, including Paddy Bevan signing with Cannondale and Talafini's winning return to form at Colorado. That's all this week, and with me... It's uh, three rather than four. Rob, Phil, and Anthony. Guys, welcome aboard. Thank Howdy you. Howdy Hello. It's it's Phil who's been absent. Uh, you said three where? rather than four. Well, Where's sorry, four it? rather than three. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. That was that was lost in the audio for a second, but now we've never mind. Let's dwell on it. It's just maths. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what Rob's here for, man. To keep you in check. It's out. the it's the pedant, independent inside him. He's been a, a magazine man for a long time. There's got to be a bit. What's the editor in me? <clears throat> Indeed. Um, how are we all? Phil, welcome back. Maybe we should just dwell on Phil. Phil, what are you what were you doing for the last couple of weeks? Anything? You Did you catch a fish? Nothing. No. Just chilled out. Hmm. Went cool. north for a bit. Was sick for the entire duration of my um, man flu holiday. Ah, oh, it was worse than man flu. There's some crazed disease going around. Worse than moment. man flu. I'm the next. Yeah. I might yeah. move away. <clears throat> right. Man now, I'm still, there's a lot I'm of still that actually going struggling around in the office, yeah, which yeah. is why I spend yeah. very little time <laughs> in an office. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be a bit muffled now. So covering working now. actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah, still struggling with that. But otherwise, you know, pretty fabulous. Good I'm looking forward to the Vuelta. Mm. Yeah. It's happening. It's quick. It's happening. It's All here. Right. All right, uh, well, we'll talk about that in a minute, we, right, Alex? We will talk about the course. We'll talk about people riding. But uh, yeah. just before we do all of that, uh, Gomesy wanted to talk about Chris Froome's decision to open up his... He's going to do physiological testing and he's going to put the data out to open tender, so to speak. Uh, Gomesy, what do you reckon? What do you, what do you he, make of all that? He will put the interpreted data yeah. out into the marketplace for the Twitterzins to dissect and all of the ones who fancy themselves uh, experts at uh, understanding this physiology without uh, without actually having the athlete at hand. Um, what do I think? Uh, nothing that uh, Froom Dog does will satisfy anyone ever at mm. any time. I mean, the, so, pre- the precedent for this is like, I think back to Chris <clears throat> Horner doing a very similar thing uh, last year, was it? Uh, around... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, releasing yeah. his bio-passport yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's These things are always going to be... <clears throat> As many people who are going to be defending are going to be potentially there, You know what? I, th- I think, you know, for so many years, the sport basically ran on uh, ran on oily rags and, 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 and you know, just guesswork. Mm. And then over the last, say, two decades, it's become highly scientific and more so daily. Mm. I, th- I still, I think there's still a lot of uh, science to be done on what happens to athletes over three weeks, I don't. I don't think that anyone can say anything conclusive. Yep. Um, and and an indication of that is how wild some of the like the, you take Van for example, how wild some of the interpretations are. They mm. they just vary. They're all over the place. Yep. Right. So you know, there's a lot that uh, there's a lot that we don't know, including the experts. So I, I feel sorry for Froondog though, only because if <laughs> if he's a clean athlete and there's nothing to presume that he isn't, right? It even if he does this, it doesn't matter because there will be people out there who will go, but. I love when he was talking about it at the tour and he said, and I, I get to 160 beats a minute and I kind of plateau there and he's talking about going up mountains. Mm. And, and he said, and that's normal. And then there was a pause and he said, well, that's normal for me. Yeah. And I think that there was a time when we used to look at, at uh, athletes, elite athletes, and think, wow, that's amazing. He, he's completely not like me. 
mm. but now there's a, a cynicism which comes with it and I, it's sort of upsetting for the physiological freaks. All right, mm. uh, let's keep moving along uh, so we can talk more about the Vuelta. Tani, Paddy Bevan to Canada Garmin, another from the Christy Johnson Graduation School uh, and out of the NRS. Good news. Yeah, see, I guess it's um, this almost a competition, isn't it? Like who can produce the best or the most successful graduate? Is it the AIS um, who, who generally graduate to OGE or is it um, the Andrew Christie Johnston crowd, uh, you know, his, his, his acolytes, if you like, where, where do they go? I mean, and it seems to be that they're... they're now heading towards Cannondale Garmin rather than Sky. I don't know. Well, you could chuck Drapak into that because they yeah, done yeah, well yeah. to rip no, it as well, didn't they? Nathan Earl went to went to Sky, so. But yeah. he's he's not done. So I mean, what's I haven't heard of uh, uh, a whimper out of. No, oh, it's early, yeah. early, early years though. Yeah, 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 yeah it's his first yeah. year, and he's a domestic for you know, yeah. uh, which which that's his role. So. But I, I guess the the ups the, the upside is that um, you know Chrissy Johnson has very good contacts with either Piper at BMC or um, Sky or Canadale Garment. So there's really three avenues to explore, uh, which makes I, I guess you know that's it gives a reason for being. Uh, for the NRS to be around. I mean, still. Paddy Bevan to me is a sort of a mercurial character who would, f- I don't necessarily think he would fit into a, a team like Team Sky. I think he'd probably more in that Nathan Haas mold, all rounder, mm-hmm. sprinter, can do different things. Perfect for a team like Garmin, which is sort of stage hunters. Go to a team that's lost. Yeah, lost I, in I, direction. I, I was about to say <laughs> Doesn't that. Know what it's doing. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like, okay, with the Argyle and stuff like that, you know, they had this real idiosyncrasy about them and now uh, you know they've, they've just yeah, they went for this this what a pseudo leaky gas green kit and I think feel that they've lost a bit of that um, verve yeah that verve that Loose. difference that ma- that maverick in them yep. I, I, I don't really see it in them anymore I just see them as another world tour team which is as Rob says, lost. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's finish on that. It is good news, and you're right, uh, Rob. I would to whip it as well from Drapak to, to Garmin as well. So uh, a couple of different, I suppose, pathways. Indeed, although I suppose he came pro Conti, and that mm. that graduation came via having good results in the TDU specifically. I would I would go so far as to say. Didn't he? And he gave it to Sagan in California. He didn't beat yep. him, but he was up yep. there. He was there with Kevin yep. Sagan. He yeah, showed a lot day, of consistency over the last two years, and I think yeah. it's he's a <laughs> rightly deserved position in the World Tour. Uh, and uh, Phil or Rob, or Rob, I'll throw this one to you, Taylor Finney. Um, this is only his That's sec- pretty exciting. second race back yeah. after that really bad, months. dramatic... 14 months. Um, Just to, yeah, it was back in the US Nationals... Two years ago, where he smashed his leg to bits, and I think if you haven't seen it, just do a quick Google search for Taylor Finney's leg. There's plenty of photos. It's very dramatic, and it looked horrendous. And it was looking like a career-ending situation. We yeah. talked about, I talked about Jack Bauer last week and what can happen with broken legs. So it's much more different to a collarbone, which can, you know, you're racing again after two weeks. We see someone was announced to be in the welter this year. This this year, who only broke the collarbone and tour of Poland. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Anyway, you can come back from that, but broken legs are <coughs> a different story. We saw Taylor do it and we saw a, a, a fantastic sprint and BMC seems to be all over the Colorado Pro Challenge. So um, 
we're going to talk about that quickly. And I just think that, you know, big, big shout-outs to Taylor. Fantastic to see. Yeah. To see Rowan there and in second place on GC, only six seconds behind uh, Brent Walter. Yeah. Brooke, Walter, so, sometimes Walter? you don't know Brooke whether they say Bookwalter, Brookwalter. But I, I feel <laughs> but I remember you thought Finney, you, you, I remember yeah, you saying yeah. you thought Finney wasn't uh, going to I come thought, back. I thought he was done and dusted and... and uh, but you know he's he's so good on on social media in general, mm. and and he's he's taken us along that entire journey, of when that happened right through to this point, mm. and uh, he's I think he's in, invaluable to, to to cycling in in that uh, respect. Yep. Um, I, obviously he brings an amazing amount of talent to to cycling, but it's that other intangible that he brings to the sport, yeah. which is this great fresh personality, and um, mm. he's just one of the really good guys, and to see him come back despite the fact that I thought that he would not be able to, yeah. just goes to demonstrate exactly what kind of character that mental he fortitude. has. Mental, to- mental toughness. Yeah. He's not just talent, mm-hmm. right? He's got that that indefinable extra that makes you a great bike rider. Yeah, no, it would be a die shame to see him go. He's got yeah. such, like you say, a great <clears throat> charisma. He's fantastic yeah. to watch on the bike. And yeah. yeah. I think definitely career in the media afterwards if he wants one. Otherwise, maybe yep. other projects. <clears throat> but uh, maybe, maybe art. Indeed, that's right. He got some really nice stuff if you saw that... He, Check out that video. Where was that? Yeah, video? yeah, with his with his dad. Uh, yeah. That was a Lululemon thing. You should you, people should check it out. It's it's really quite contemplative and 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 uh, gives you a really good indication of what he's like and basically away from what cycling. He, away from cycling, yeah. but also what his family is like. Uh, who you can't really say much more than they are probably the best family you can possibly imagine. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's absurd, isn't it? I mean, it's just like uh, you want to talk about All-American, mm. you know, that whole image of All-American. And the Finney family, because you've got uh, uh, Connie Carpenter who won go- Olympic gold, and then you've got uh, Davis, uh, Finney. Davis Finney who, you know, is also celebrated in cycling. And then, you know, they produce somebody like Taylor. And, uh, you know, he's a credit to them. But yeah. it's, also vi- it's, it, it's also reciprocated as well. And, and you but, know, I, I, you can't speak more highly of them. We don't know what's possible. going to come because he was ten days before his accident. I spoke to him and he was talking about the hour record. That's off the cards, you know. We can't yep. do that now. But anyway, <clears throat> it's good to see him winning. Yep. I think that's the point, isn't it, Alex? That you, is that is the point. And now Rob. we talk about something else. Huh? <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Love Vuelta España. Vuelta. Well, the 2015 World España begins this weekend and uh, in the south of Spain. We've got one team time trial, one individual time trial, uh, a variety of sprint stages, a lot of uh, mountain top finishes, but none of them specifically hard. Some really tough days in the saddle, though. Uh, it's a classic sort of welter route with lots on pretty much every day, and we've got a hell of a field uh, taking part. We'll talk about the field after this, but uh, before we do that, uh, we'll go through the course for those of you who haven't had a chance to look at it because we have uh, four people now to, to go through some of it. Tanny, uh, oh, I thought you were going to go stage one, Puerto Bun. All right, all right. Well, blah, let's, let's do blah. that. Let's do it. Shall we do that? Uh, we what? can. I can tell you a little bit about the start because I had my holidays there. Every year there's a Fiera de Malaga, and uh, well, that's where it starts. It's, it's a very. Nice festival, uh, music and food. Is it Scorchio or every day? Is yeah. it going to be like this, filthy? This time, of, this time of year, South of Spain. So, it's so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> I mean, I, I sort of, sorry to correct you, but you said it's a classic Volta route. In my mind, it is, but it's also and atypical as well because there's 10 
hilltop or summit finishes, and none of those well summit known. finishes have ever been used yeah. in the Vuelta. Mm-hmm. So it's- uh, Hoodie actually made a good point in uh, his analysis of the race, and he said that because of the fact that none of these have been used and because of the fact that a lot of the field... Um, so that's Andrew Hood from News, I should... Who's uh, not in this room. No, he's not in this room, but no. he is always uh, uh, an authority on Spanish cycling as he is he is based there and he's uh, fluent in the Spanish tongue. But he made a good point that because all the mountaintop finishes, uh, as you say, Tony, have not been used and because the field, a lot of them have sort of made last-minute decisions to go to the world, other than a few... Um, it means that really a lot of them are going to be riding blind uh, when they hit a lot of these climbs. They're going to well, blind in the sense that they will have their eyes open, but uh, yeah, they, they diff- won't have actually climbed a lot of these climbs ever. Yeah, different. <laughs> Rob, Rob's lost it. <laughs> oh, I would say that it's unpredictable because of that. It's also unpredictable because you've got guys with different objectives. Some guys who have raced the Tour, some guys who have raced the, Vol- uh, the Giro. Some who haven't raced either. Uh, then you have differing objectives. Some, many of it's trying to get a contract um, for next year. I don't want to dwell on that whole scenario, but it is. It's and, again, it's a um, it's a buyer's market and, out there. And some riders preparing for the world championships. Yep. Yeah, as, as, as there always are. The riders are looking for contracts, but sponsors and entire teams are still in doubt. Yeah, yeah it's sure. almost cut before the horse, isn't it? Saying <laughs> riders looking for contracts because teams are looking for contracts too. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's 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 break it down and go through the route. The race starts in uh, Spain's south in Puerto Banas with a team time trial seven point four kilometers. What is it with that? The seven point four kilometers. It's, it's for a, a team to- time trial. It's, it's a team pursuit. Yeah, like, it's, it's pretty token, I'd say. I don't know. It's, it's, is it a complicated course? If it is, then... It's flat, straight course, very simple. Uh, I don't expect there to be major differences in time, and it's a bit of a waste of time, if it's you ask just, me. Does everyone get to t- get a turn of pace? You've got nine guys on a team. You're swapping off. It'll almost be a sprint train, won't mm-hmm. it? 7.4 kilometres. You yeah. could get three guys go full belt and and pull off and... Go, not, go, yeah. go. Um, hmm. I don't know, Tanya, what do you make? 7.4 kilometres for a team time trial, it's going to take them a kilometre to get organised. Yeah, I mean, it'll be spectacular. (laughs) Uh, Whether it's spectacularly good or bad, I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah, look, I I would almost say, why bring your time trial bikes Bikes. along, but then there's a a TT four days from the finish. Uh, Just going back to that atypical route again, you know, the the race director, he he believes the Queen stage to be stage 11. Yeah. I mean, when Mm. have you seen a Queen stage in a Grand Tour on stage? Well, I think it is probably correct. I mean, if you look at that stage, it's it's the most zigzag day in the cell you've ever seen. Yeah, 5,000. I think it's around 5,000 metres. Anyway, we'll get to that, Tanny, eventually. We're still on stage one. Oh, right. We're still talking. We're still (laughs) in Malaga. That's right. (laughs) Marbella. Marbella. Um... Uh, then we've got uh, immediately uh, quite a hard finish. Uh, not, I wouldn't say it's the, the hardest mountain stage of the route, but stage two we're already on, we're already climbing, yep. uh, mm-hmm. and that's 165 uh, kilometres to Camino del Rey. Uh, I suppose for mm-hmm. maybe the guys who have come out of the tour, this will be perhaps a bit easier. The early, did, did you bit, write hard finish out, or did they write? No, hard I wrote finish. hard finish, yeah. mate. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I did. That was my analysis. Hard that's, finish. Yeah, and that's, okay. so let's another move one on. here after meandering stage. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's move on then. I mean, hard finish. Yeah. That says it all. Stage three, Mias yeah. to Malaga sprint stage. Uh, that is, sprint. there are some proper sprints actually this year's world, which mm. I think is is good. It's a change for Grand Tours, which seem to have these. Oh, we'll have a flat stage, but we're going to have like some complications thrown in. No, no, no. There actually are some legitimate sprints this year, which, which would mean a flat stage. You don't know it's going to finish in a sprint. Well, you're right. That's <laughs> cor- that is correct. But I imagine yeah. early in the race we'll 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 hopefully have a couple. And I think mm. back to sort of the Dagen Cole show. Yeah. What about, what about are we going to see Caleb get up for a win? Yep. Anyone? Are you going to nominate that? Is it too early in his uh, Grand Tour well, career? Stage well, he finished three? second to the the Kittelator, didn't he, a few couple of weeks ago? And uh, well. With these sprint stages, naturally, Giant Alperson leaves well, yeah, Chattel Giant, out. Alperson, Alperson's got... Uh, Dangelkamp is slow. Dangelkamp and uh, <laughs> Luka Metzik. Didn't win a stage of the tour, did he, Al? I, no, I don't think no, he, he did. did. He no. didn't. No, no. no um, but I, I guess my point, <laughs> the, the throw-to point, was that they that Orica Green Edge selected Caleb Ewan for the Grand Tour. Yep. And, yes. And, 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 and he seems ready. And He's rolled across the tarmac in Tour of Poland, but he also got amongst it in the sprints. F- yeah. First year thrown into a Grand Tour is uh, it's big, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I don't think I don't think too much expectation to be placed yeah, in some of the first no, Grand no, Tour. No, is his anxiety going to get the better of him, or is his speed, is his anxiety going to serve him well? I think the most important thing is he gets through three weeks and doesn't try to go too, like don't push himself too hard in those mountains. Just get through it. Get that Grand Tour in your legs. And then let's talk next year and see what he can do. But he he does have a chance to win a stage though, because sure, certainly, just, yeah. In terms of pure speed, yeah, uh, he is one of the better sprinters uh, in this year's uh, Vuelta. Um, the only other guy with that kind of that kind of speed is um, uh, Nasser Bouani, uh, mm-hmm. who is is going to be racing for Kofidis. Yep. Um, uh, even though even though um, Giant Alpacin has got uh, Luka Metzik and and um, and John Dengelkob, and they're gonna they're gonna have a superior train. Pete Peter Segal, right? Oh, yeah. Goes yes, all right. but again, what we're what we're not, what we're talking about are guys with who the exception of Bonnie, I know what you're saying, right? Yeah. Who don't have that incredible <laughs> top end speed that somebody like Caleb Caleb mm. has the potential to deliver. So I think the opportunity exists for them to be able yeah. to snag a sprint stage. If everything breaks for them and they get the lead out right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's keep yeah. talking about the stages. There's <coughs> another opportunity for Caleb or whoever that might be. Estepona to Vejer de la Frontera. Uh, that's stage four, uh, a longer stage, 203 kilometres, one of the longer ones of the race. Uh, then another sprint, stage five, Rotoronda. Uh, stage six. There are 10 stages before the first rest day. Uh, Cordoba to Sierra de Cozola. That is an uphill finish, but it's not. Um, particularly hard. It's sort of a a punchy. It's maybe a Simon Gerrans day potentially. That, that kind of rider. Um, yeah. Sagan. There are a couple of stages like that. It's kind of the Vuelta sort of throws a couple of these hillier <coughs> uphill finishes, but not super yeah. hard stages. That, that's sorry. That's that's one guy I hope will finish a race this year. <laughs> Zing Gero. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It, this obviously will be important for him as he builds the worlds. Let's talk about him in a set. In when we get to uh, who is right in the race, we keep sidetracking. I've, Did I he get a silver medal at the worlds? No, I can't remember, Rob. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, stage seven, Horarte Alpujara uh, is a mountaintop stage. It's a category one finish, but uh, the actual stage itself is quite flat. Um, that'll be. That'll probably be the first proper mountain stage where we get to see how guys like Quintana, Froome, Valverde, Nibali are all going to stack up. Um, mm-hmm. And 
I know, uh, Phil, maybe I'll throw this to you, but <clears throat> I suppose a lot of these guys coming out of tour, hmm. they're going to be better early in the race, would we say? Or And, you know, you've got these guys who are fresh who haven't done the racing since... We don't know. We don't know. No, no. that's uh, that's going to be the best thing about the first the first 10, 10 days of the Vuelta is uh, just kind of getting an assessment of where guys are. Why is Froome there exactly? Mm. What's his purpose? Mm. Um, uh, again, as Andrew Hood mentioned, um, he hasn't stated categorically that he's there to win the Vuelta. Yep. Mm. Right? So he's uh, he, he may have other objectives. He might be there to increase Garant Thomas's value. Yes. Certainly. Return the favours. Yeah. You would see right. both of them in, in the lineup. Yeah. So not, not a bad. So, you know, it's it, it there is there is a lot there um, uh, to ponder. So I think we really won't know until the first rest day how the race is going to gonna to, gonna to play itself out. Three more stages we work our way uh, towards Andorra and the and I suppose So there's a big transfer, that's probably the reason for that that concentration of ten stages before mm. a rest day. Yeah. So mm. they've got to they've got to make their way to Andorra and it is a long way from the south of Spain, not really much racing actually in in Catalan uh, or the Catalonia region this year, which is uh, I don't know, just something to note. But uh, we do get there eventually after stages eight, nine, and ten. One more possible, two more possible sprints, but there's some good breakaway uh, ground in there before with the rest day. So, how would you sum up those ten days then? <laughs> it's it's not, I, I I quite it's quite I mean it's the Vuelta always has these. Odd starts where you wouldn't necessarily say it's necessarily themed. I remember last year you've got like a couple of mountains thrown in. Uh, you've got a team time trial on that first day. Uh, there's a bit of everything, but I wouldn't say that anything's going to be particularly decisive. I don't think it's going to be like the tour where we're going to see big time differences after 10 days. I think if anything, you could have like 30 seconds between the, a lot of the top contenders. So I, I don't... Exp- so we can't use that line, you, you, you can't win, but you... <laughs> Can lose no, the tour in the first ten days. Hang on, don't you have to have dramatic music before you say that? Doesn't your name have to be uh, Paul Sherwin? You can't. I uh, can't do it. <laughs> you can. You can still lose it if you crash out. Yeah, but it's really not that kind of first no, first stanza, is it? No, so it's the riders who make. Yeah. The I race. think. It, I think it's more of a traditional. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Can you yeah. use the word ongoing narrative? Nice. No. That could be good. That's two words. That's to, what, yeah. that's we... to borrow a turn of phrase from you, Al. And we'll, we'll say have that you Caleb Ewan's been you already... blooded. You've got blooded. your own turns of phrases already. Well, yeah. According to Tanya, I do. Yeah, blooded, blooded. So, Caleb Ewan's been blooded. I'm just sitting here with a bucket full of cliches all over me now. Yeah. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, get them off your face. Get them off your face. Um, Wipe your face. <laughs> And I missed all of that. I don't yeah, know where they're going with that. And <laughs> let's let's talk about Andorra because that's where things get uh, pretty gross. Um, to to continue, the thing, on. I noticed yep. that the mountain stages <clears throat> tend to be actually all of the stages are relatively short. Yes, um, I like that, which though. is part of the, the ongoing trend in cycling. Mm-hmm. I think it's also a reflection. The world is gener- generally speaking um, has shorter stages than the Giro and two, and I think it's also a nod to the fact that it comes later in the season. Riders aren't necessarily as G'd to be going and doing a 250-kilometre slog. Uh, and it's kind of like maybe we'll just give them 140 and they'll still produce the same. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The long, the longest stage is 14, is stage 14, 213K. 
yeah. uh, which is a mountaintop finish. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, stage 11, uh, which is supposed to be the, the queen stage, is only 138. Yeah, so stage 11 yeah. comes With straight... six climbs. Yeah, yeah. it's straight, insane. Straight oh. after the rest day, um, <sighs> they hit this uh, really mental day. Uh, yep. Tanya, as you mentioned, the queen stage, according to the race director. Yeah. Um, Six categorised climbs. I think it's four category ones and a HC. Uh, completely mental day. That will be definitely decisive and also even more interesting because it comes straight after that rest day. Yep. You can always have weird things happen. Body not feeling as good. Mm. Maybe you're sick. Who knows? Um, yeah, I think when's the TJ's going to be quivering. <laughs> when is the positive announced? Oh, we know that Caruso's not riding, don't we? <laughs> That's Does that thing. mean yes. Katusha won't and, ride? And, and Luca? Well, no, no, we no, don't they're, know. They're, oh, no, are no, we going to no, have no. a dope-free podcast? Well, I was trying yes. to, Rob, and here you are. You I know, just can't help yeah. myself. No, yeah. Katusha is loves riding it. because oh, we got. A, let's let's admit that this is an important doping control because it came in March 2012. It's mm. logical that they should announce it in August 2015. Yeah, yeah. before the Vuelta. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's it's because there was extenuating circumstances. They're now retesting all samples. Were they targeting? Yes, the targeting. undoubtedly, but, yeah. Yeah. undoubtedly. But ret- retroactive is that's good. No, it's no, good. Absolutely, I'm, I'm all for it. But it, it, were they saying, okay, yeah, well, we've had this? Why did they choose that random let's, control? Let's, that wasn't let's, even a. We'll yeah, leave it for another day. <laughs> let's, let's wait till the B sample comes Jeez, out. And... We're only in rest day one. Al still got <laughs> ten more to go. No, no, quickly. Hurry up, quick, Al. Quickly, just get through it, man. Uh, I just was doing Al's job and getting doping into the podcast. Uh, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's basically defamatory. Um, uh, uh, we've got t- two... Well, we've got a breakaway stage, flattish with a couple of little climbs on stage 12, a couple of little ramps in Andorra, and then as we make our way... Someone uh, should be positive around there, is that right? Should we make our way west? Um, we get back into uh, the high mountains again. We've got three mountain top finishes uh, to cap out the second week, and... Uh, then they need a rest. The really difficult Before one... blood transfusion... The really difficult one. Stop guys, it. Guys. Stop it. Uh, stage 16, <laughs> Luaka de Amrita de Laba, um, seven categorised climbs. So after we got the six on the first day after, I say the one right before is an absolute belter as That's well. That's got to be the king then. If stage 11 <laughs> is the queen, stage 16 is Does anyone the have king. a bishop the stage? The emperor. Yeah, rook. The, rook the stage. Empress. Porn stage. The, um, <laughs> the dear leader, the great, the omti- omnipotent yeah. one. Guys, yeah. guys, guys. What do they call the Kim Jong? What do they used to call the... Oh, that just went feral. Can we get a bit of control into this podcast? I'm trying, I'm trying. Okay, let's get back to it. No, no, stage 16 is definitely not as hard. There's only, I think, a couple of category ones. It's A lot of the climbs are a lot smaller. But it will be... That'll be a great one to watch if it's on... Is it on SBS, that one? Uh, yes. we're Oh, just, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a segue because we are broadcasting. The last. Sadly, we are not broadcasting the first two weeks. Yeah. Um, there are reasons for that. Um, but we are doing the final eight stages so, and all will be live. So that will be part of the and offering. And streaming online as well, yes. So stage uh, 14, if I can do my maths correctly, onwards. Yes. But there will be daily updates on Cycling uh, we'll Central. We'll have highlights every assume. morning, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then we'll have, the, we'll have the highlights online first thing in the morning, yep. and then there will be daily highlights. Uh, the Podcast replay, recaps. The replay from the night before on uh, at 5.30 p.m. on SBS 1 and HD, or SBS and HD. It is all going to be happening. Yeah. Just use that, that uh, really complicated uh, tool called Google to find out more. 
That's right. I'm, I'm not sure. Or just go to the website and there's a little little button in the nav bar. It says coming up. Just hit that one and all the times will be there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think just we like should magic. make mention of stage 14. I think this, you know, the, the proverbial is really going to hit the fan because mm. it's they're going to from Vittoria to Alto Campu. Mm-hmm. Camp- Campo. Campo. <laughs> 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 He's lost it again. Tanny, uh, I think. Are we a- all, can I just, just can I ask a question? Yes, Rob. I'm really familiar with France because we do the tour. But I was already before going to the tour. I was familiar with the. You're the a bit fort, of a francophile. With, I think it's easier to get your head around the the the, the, the geography, geography yep, of it. Yep. But is everyone these names are more random to well, me? Well, the, the big than part of that is the big part are they random is, to you? No, are they uh, random to our a lot listeners? Of that is, a lot of that is because of the fact that thirteen, so ten of Rob, the climbs have never Rob's been used. Asking, is anyone <laughs> listening? I guess I'm, I, if someone says to me Alto Campu, I yeah. don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's look. It's this is an educational process, um, and not not just for the fans, but. For many of us mm. who tend to tend to focus on the Giro and um, and and the Tour and so many of those climbs we know um, because the the Vuelta for for far too many years is always seen as as the add on at the end of the year. I mean, there is that, but then right? there's also the fact that the Vuelta has never used ten of these climbs. No, 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 <laughs> yes. no, no. We get that. We get and that. And they've got no, the best no, but GC even, even if you say ever. South, that's middle, instructive. North of Spain. Yeah. Does everyone know where the ranges are in Spain? That's yeah. a, that's I guess yeah. my point. Yeah. So how 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 familiar is the are you or the listeners yeah, yeah, with yeah. the geography of Spain? Yes. But I think people know of climbs in the Spanish. Like, I mean, they know of the Angleru uh, and the Sierra Nevada uh, and the yeah, ranges. Yeah. Like yeah. we know, there's Pyrenees Alps and and the Vosch, for example, in France. Yeah. We know yeah. there's the Dolomites in in Italy. We know where the hilly parts are. Does everyone know? That, does everyone know that Madrid, for example, is at altitude? I mean, maybe not. No. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think peop- most but people know. That I mean, it's, no, but actually, it's possible. It's possible that people know these things because you know, Spain is one of the top three tourist destinations in the world. Yeah, it's a good I place to go. Know. Yeah. Uh, although so I, w- should, I wouldn't really. go to Madrid though. It's a bit of a dull city to go to. I mean, yeah. it's it's all right. I've got if to stay in a go, nice go, hotel. Go to like, Barcelona. Okay. Barcelona. So are, we, can, are we going to get back to? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, no, I didn't. I was, I was just curious. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a good point, though. I'm just curious if it's if, not. It's an. I know it's point. SBS and it's a multicultural broadcaster, but and everyone should be familiar with hmm. more. Okay, the, well, the Catalan region is on the Barcelona. east. Uh, we've got uh, <laughs> Gal- sort of Galician is on the northwest. Uh, the Pyrenees and Andorra is northeast. Uh, what the central Spain? I think that's just called central Spain. Right. Uh, maybe Tani, if you correct me on my wrong, I'm not sure if they actually have uh, a, a regional s- dialect there. I said a couple of weeks ago. Ma- maybe it's. I think it's Madri- Madriano or something. Uh, Madrilino. Madrilino. Are the, are the locals. Is, is yeah. that is that the plane on which the rain falls in Spain? <laughs> I'm going with you on that one. All right. Okay. Anyway, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's keep moving on. After the rest day is probably the. And po- well, potentially as decisive as that stage 11. Um, the only individual time trial, 39 kilometres, uh, so it's longer than the one at the uh, TDF by quite uh, some uh, distance. Burgos. And, and it's relatively later, given that the one at the TDF was stage one. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that is also true, Rob. Is, is this where Chris Froome wins the uh, Vuelta? Well, it's a it's a flat it's a flat powerful time trial, and this is the one yeah. that's been, often been the undoing of a guy like Rodriguez. Um, it could be the undoing of Fabio Aru, uh, potentially Quintana. I don't know. Depending on how well Froome is travelling, you would say that potentially, as you say, Phil, this could be the day that he cements his lead. 
Alternatively, mm. if he's not going that well and you've got guys who are fresher, potentially someone like TJ Van Garderen, mm. Um, mm. that's an opportunity for him as well. Yep. Uh, two more days uh, of sort of up and, up and down stages as we work our way uh, towards Madrid and then uh, stage 20, a mountain, mountain stop... <laughs> A mountain stage, four category one climbs. Awesome. Is that a crescendo? Uh, a sort stage of, 20? It is a bit of a crescendo, but I mean, I wouldn't say it's as hard as either stage 16 or 11, but it is a kind of nice way a la Alpe d'Huez on the penultimate stage, yeah, I think, to finish a race. The, that's the deputy dog stage or the sub penthouse yeah, stage. But, you know, if but we, look we at... saw the penultimate stage of the Giro and the Tour mm-hmm. almost be the undoing of the dominant rider. Yes. Yeah. My point is, do you think that, that 180 <clears throat> km, 181 kilometres... It could to, be. Could. Yeah. Well, I think the, the nice thing about having a stage like this is all is not done and dusted until you get to uh, mm. Madrid. Exactly. Uh, if, if the race is within say, a minute and a half mm. between, say, the top three three guys in the Tour, um, then I think it's it's there's still a lot to play for. So this is San Lorenzo, just so everyone knows, San Lorenzo del Escorial. Escorial. To Cercadilla. Uh, <laughs> but it will be... It will be... I don't know. Cercadilla. Cercadilla. I'm not even going to have a go. Well, Dija, oh, actually. No. I think they say... Dija. D- yeah, double yeah, L with yeah, a J yeah. sound San in, in uh, Spain. We need to have the um, Lago de España. Yeah, we could do a Lago de España, although I'm not sure what the slang would be. I'm not sure if we're previewing this race very well. Yeah, we, yeah no, we yeah. are. We it's are. Okay. It's, it's good. Yeah, mm. we're going in there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's... And then ultimately, then in, and then you go to Madrid and there's a sprint. Because it says so. Tony, yes. quick, quick. And uh, only 93k. Thank we, God. We've gone through yeah. the, all of the stages quickly. Just one quick highlight. What do you reckon? If viewers are going to tune in, uh, what are they? What should they be watching out for? Just the the GC fest. I mean, it's nothing mm. other than that. Mm. That's in summation. It's a it's, it, it's a battle between seven to eight riders. I mean, when are you ever going to see that? And the course again? is sort of nicely set for. Lots of those battles in the entirety of the race. And yeah. I think it could be cool that there could be a big swapping of the red jersey between the GC favourites. So yeah. There's no reason why you can't see. You, you've got a good list of the favourites here. What if, you know, we see Rodriguez get it early, for example, he's worn the lead before, and then that goes to Pozzovivo, and then that goes to yeah. Vanguard, and, and it could be a sequence of GC guys in, in the red jersey. There's Just certainly to, a lot of yeah. possibility for, yeah, for change. Possibilities. Up. Well, there's a lot of possibility for lots of things to happen, but I think the way the course is set, you could have um, you could have big time difference on the second day potentially, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how things go. You could have uh, a break go in the second week with a GC guy. Um, who knows? Well, this, this is, it actually is. To be honest, aside from the fact that we have a star list of contenders mm-hmm. arriving at the race, it should be a really a cracking course for them to actually play out on but we'll see what happens yeah. what do you reckon Gomi just final yeah, yeah, thoughts yeah. on the course yeah yeah no the course is uh, I think the course is um, fantastic it's typically Vuelta uh, punchy I like the fact that the sh- stages are short um, you know yeah. that, that 93k in Madrid I mean nobody nobody likes sitting through that uh, that epic finale at the Tour de France it's like let's get over let's yeah. get it over with just do some laps just and then do let's some get laps it. and let's get stuck into it yeah. um, you know the stages are punchy but they're really interesting stages and mm. as you mentioned off the top the fact that there's so many um, so much untested ground in terms of climbs for everyone so everyone in a way is going into this 
on equal level yep. in terms of recon and preparation and that yep. sort of thing. Um, uh, that's going to make it interesting because, you know, these guys might hit some ramps that they're not particularly happy with, um, that they're not particularly well suited to, and uh, all of a sudden the race opens up. I mean, I do. I will say that I will <laughs> kind of miss the inclusion of one of the epic Vuelta climbs, but I suppose you can't have it all. You can't no, have it all. No, no. no. All right, let's... Uh, let... can I, I'm going to just nominate a, a winner. Okay. Well, Ooh, talk, no, let's no, talk about... No, we talk oh, about the race contenders. Anacona. Oh, we're no. going to do that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, haven't yeah. had music yet, oh, have we? we no. We're about to have the second music right oh, now. Okay. Well, the top four of the Tour de France line up Saturday for the team time Tour in Puerto Banas. Uh, Chris Froome, Nibali, Morvistar's ace duo of Naira Quintana and Alejandro Valverde. Alberto Contador won't be there, otherwise we'd have all five no. of the top five. We're missing someone out of this list. And everyone keeps forgetting about Robert Hessink. Yeah, and Robert Hessink. At the Tour. Yeah, he did right? a good job. Yes, he finished sixth. And he's not there. Yeah, he's not there. But so. uh, other people who he's are racing, attending. No, he's not. No, okay. Well, he's, he's you know, post-tour. So. Oh, right. I thought you were picking Al up on his... his no, 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 no. Everyone in general everyone in general is going, oh, well, you know, the, the, these these guys are in the race. Oh. And the only one that's missing is, is uh, you know, out of the Bertador. top contenders well, at the, at the I think tour. people are saying the only one is missing because, you know, he won the Giro. And... Yeah, yeah, they're saying that. But at the same time, you know, there was another guy yeah. that finished in the top. You, you should go in the Pedans Award as well with Rob. You guys could... You could you'd be... Wide up there with each other. Uh, let's. Uh... Phil's got a soft. <laughs> Phil's got, got a soft, soft spot, spot for, for Robert Hasling. Yeah, yeah, I've got a soft yes. spot for Hasling. I, I like yeah. Boca Melema. He's quite yeah. a nice guy as well. Almost good. Yeah. Um, other notable guys who were attending: Fabio and Michelanda both did the Giro. Obviously, both did very well on the podium. Uh, Joaquim Rodriguez, who didn't go seemingly as deep as a lot of other riders at the Tour, he might be a little smoky. And people forget yeah. Joaquim run two stages at the Tour de France. Well, I mean, hmm. they may forget. But he was stage hunting because yes. he would, yeah. he would no, go but he well, was, he, he would looked, stop, he would go yeah. well. But, he would he went, but he was doing that on purpose. Mm. I mean, it was just sort of that, that's what he was there for. Um, but he's, it, he's, yeah. he's, he's he's a crafty little His little mate, yeah. Danny Moreno, is there. Domenico <coughs> Pozzaviva from Agitoire. Aja Desert. Uh, TJ Van Garderen <laughs> and Sammy Sanchez from BMC. That's a pretty ace uh, duo as well. Gero, he's Australian. Obviously, he'll be there with Caleb Ewan. Uh, Dan Martin from Cannondale. Yep. He's leaving the team at the end of the year, so this could be important. Oh, where's he off to? Allegedly. Well, allegedly, he is confirmed that he's leaving. Oh. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> um, to ethics. Uh, Johnny Dagenkolb will be there, of course, of the non-contenders. Johnny Dagenkolb, Peter Sagan, yep. um, and G. Thomas and Raphael Micah. They'll all be there doing lots of bits and pieces. But... Uh, Guys, I think there are, there's definitely two camps in terms of the contenders, and this is something that I sort of touched on before. Uh, there are the guys that did the tour and went deep at the tour, the ones who were really racing for GC. Then there are the guys who were at the tour and definitely weren't, and then there are the guys that didn't even do the tour. I think those two maybe can tie into a little bit to each other in terms of their freshness. But I think in the years past, in terms of welter, we've always it's been rare that we've seen guys be able to back up... Um, and do very well, you know, Cadell Evans, Chris Froome himself, um, who's tried to double up, uh, Wigo. Uh, lots of guys have tried to do this double up and they've it, been found wanting. It's, it's a similar situation to the tour, the, the, the Giro tour, tour double. Yep. Uh, Rob, uh, you're a resident historian. Who was the last man to do the Tour Vuelta double? I think it was um, Bernard, you know? 
it's oh. it's been a long time right. because a lot of the tour guys yeah. end the their season. In mm. short, yeah. basically, right. the there's only been two riders in history who've done the zero. Well, it'd have to be Merckx then because he always pops up. Maybe it was Merckx. I don't know. Sorry, I can't remember off the top of my head. And then before that, the Walter is in a different calendar slot. But I think in short. The Giro Tour double has been ruled out because of what happened to Birdie, but I think there's now speculation about the possibility of doing a good Tour Volta yeah. double. And that and that is that's I suppose the big question, but I still think that no matter what, whether I don't think we're going to see the same superhuman Froome, not that Froome was necessarily superhuman at the Tour. I think mm. he had he had weaknesses. If we see that play out further at of Welter, uh, he'll have to do a very good ride to, even if he's going to ride very conservatively, to ride high exactly. at the Welter. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his approach to the tour, he was at altitude until what, what eight days before or something? Mm. And I haven't heard, I don't know what he's been up to. I know that he hasn't been racing because he's not been racing. Mm. But, yeah. uh, but has there been this really concerted program? I, I don't believe so. To, as in to, to, to come to the welter really prime. And it always felt like a bit of an afterthought that he was even going. Uh, mm. I, I think winning the tour, fantastic, mm. but... I'd be surprised if he's reconned the the Queen stage, a King stage, or even the... But he'd, he'd know Spain uh, Any well. stage. Any <laughs> stage, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, he has been to the world for a few times, as you say, Rob. Mm. He's he's no stranger to a lot of. Uh, he did finish second yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, he did indeed. And Although it was third a, di- a couple of years yeah, earlier. Third, yeah, yeah. That's right. He did finish second <clears throat> last year, but it was a different. It was a very different type of race because both Contador and Froome had mm. had ejected themselves differently from the the tour, so they, they were a lot fresher. There's no doubt about that. It became a big objective for them. I don't think it's going to be the same. We won't, I don't think we're going to see the same Froome yeah. at this year's Welt as we saw last. I'm not last. sure even how important it is, Alv, to know these stages. As you know, there's there's a bit of debate, contention as to how important it is to recon a stage because you just can't do it under race conditions until the race happens. That's that's only true. But um, <coughs> I mean, what of? I mean, I think for me, Nibali, Quintana, Valverde, they're all in the same camp. Really, I don't think that they're going to have any. They're all going to be. They all went very deep at the tour. Um, maybe Nibali was coming up a little bit in his form, Danny. Or can <laughs> we even extrapolate that? Or uh, probably the guy who came out of the tour best was uh, Quintana. I <laughs> thought. I mean, Froome got sick. Uh, Nibali was just kind of up and down. Yeah, up and down. Uh, Valverde. Well, he he went so deep for Quintana. I. Yeah, that's that's why I think a lot of these Quint- guys will be ruled out by stage eleven. Quintana looked looked like he was getting better as the tour went on, mm-hmm. and, and 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 that's a general consensus as well. Is that at the tour basically Quintana was maybe ten kilometers away from winning the race? Yeah, mm-hmm. although right. so about the early <clears throat> abandon or relatively early abandon of TJ, oh, TJ. is that going to yeah, serve we him well? Like, is he going to yes. be like ah? Oh, that was I got sick. Well, let, I mean, let's, and now let's let's really super duper focus yeah. on the world. And, and this and this because this, I've got to prove something. Yeah. And this course actually kind of suits him because mm. what we don't have is enormously long stages, and of course we've got that long ITT as well. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, let's so, got that team. I mean, they they, they, they do Sanchez, build a good team around. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Look, I mean, the, the fact is, you got uh, a lot of guys who are going to be fresher than the the ace four guys or the five, if you like. Um, who did the tour? And I think Van Garderen's probably in that 
fresh group. Um, Rodriguez as well. Fabio and Michelanda definitely, uh, having not really raced that much since all the way at the Giro, although they have been, I think Aru did quite a good ride recently in the Vuelta Burgos, maybe. Anyway, uh, these guys are going to be probably or potentially stronger, uh, dare I say it. Is that I I think so. I wouldn't even... Even Froome finishing on the podium isn't a certainty. Yeah, I mean, he was... He was pretty ragged. I mean, he was coughing at all the press conferences in the last couple of days. I mean, Rod Ellingworth, the team Sky, I think he's a performance manager now, said if the tour was two days longer, they would have lost. Uh, yeah, but that's just with an illness. That's a cold. Yeah, so, so I'm just... The, the illness combined with the fatigue of racing 3,500 kilometres, mm. I'm just... Not feeling upbeat about Froome's <laughs> no, chances. No, no, I think I think you know based on that whole uh, Giro Tour double, and the way we are now in the modern era, I think it's uh, it's going to be increasingly difficult for guys to back up mm-hmm. and win a tour after they've all, also already won a tour or even raced a tour. I would say without politics playing into it, <laughs> my favourite would be Lander, mm. but I think that because we know he's already going to Sky, it's going to be interesting to see what. How Astana play that card because he proved at the Giro his absolute super future talent of of Grand Tour riders, mm. but now that he's moving on, is Astana going to be like you don't go anywhere? You have to stay and look after Nibali or Aru. Aru. Yeah, but I don't know. But I was going to nominate him as my favourite. What also makes it Otherwise. interesting as well from an internal po- team politics point of view for the team. I mean, we already know that we, there's no certainty over how well Aru and Nibali are going to work together. And then if you've got a third wheel mm. uh, yeah. in terms of uh, Lander as well. It, mm. Kung that, Fu Lander. Okay. That, could fra- no. that could fracture Astana. All right. So if you want to look at certainty, yep. there's really out of that, out of that uh, GC type guys, there's only one team with a clear cut uh, um, uh, certainty, and that's uh, BMC with Van Garden. Well, what about Rundown. Samuel Sanchez? No, no, no. no. Uh, no. Sammy, Sammy, he, he likes just twelfth of the two. He's, uh, he's little, now, you no, know. no, no. He's a sport writer uh, for Van Garden. Yeah, they're they're the only team there that has a clear focus a that's fresh. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right. Seven so. years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah seven yeah, years yeah. ago. That's maths. <clears throat> yeah. So two thousand and twelve was even a long time ago. Yeah. So and I'm not talking about. Samuel Sanchez. I'm talking about Giampaolo Caruso. Yeah, oh, you, you keep talking How about, about him, but let's not, let's not 2005, talk about 2005, man. And and Lance. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think Armstrong's coming back? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying it's a long time All ago. Right. All right, so, you, you idiots. So can I, can I, can I know I one thing. I'm going to nominate. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Pierre Roland is not going to win the Vuelta. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So can I can I say here? Sorry, Pierre, Phil, you can right? say so a lot just, of things. Just in terms of teams, right? So you've got Froome, and we don't exactly know where he's going to be form-wise. Yep. We don't exactly know what his intention is. Um, you've got Astana. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Nibali, Aru, and Landa. Mm-hmm. Um, so there could be some some tensions there. Uh, movie star, yes, we know Alejandro Valverde uh, went really deep. Uh, we've heard that Nauro Quintana may be less than enamored about actually racing again. So we don't know what their commitment uh, really is at the end uh, yep. when it gets really hard. Yep. Um, so you look at teams uh, like Katusha uh, with Joachim Rod- Rodriguez, um, who did as little as possible at the tour to win two stages. Um, you look at a team like BMC with TJ Van Garderen, uh, who is there for one for one rider, and similarly with um, 
with Tinkoff Saxo with uh, Rafael Micah, yeah. who I'm actually going to be very interested to see how I, he goes in I, a leadership role. I was going to say, Rafael Micah, <clears throat> I mean, he's ridden some good worlds. He, he rode a good Giro last year. Yes. Um, people probably forget that he's a very, very good climber and uh, he does have GC uh, history. So yeah. he's not, so, maybe he hasn't, he hasn't won a Grand Tour yet, but he's a young guy as well. He's yeah. 26 this year, I think. So. Mm. Um, what about I, I reckon Positivo? They announced and the AG2R team last night, and yes. it's it's formidable. It's strong, very and strong. And they've just been going from <clears throat> strength to strength. I think you know he he had a rest at the Giro. Forgettable tour. I mean, at the, at the Giro, he didn't he didn't go to the tour. No, but the team forgettable. Yes, I, I wouldn't mind a couple of stage wins and and Perot and I don't know Perot and Bardet. You'd have to say oh, going no, into the no, tour. No, the... no, no. Let's just say mixed. No, but they they knew that they weren't going to repeat. You know, podium time. Well, I think yeah. they were aiming for higher than what they got. I think yeah. yes, stage wins are nice, but come on, you can't. You got to be reasonably I would say critical. In, in the company they were in, I would say they went as good, if not a little bit better than. The they got year first before. and third yeah. in Rio. Look, that's a, isn't that a huge preview for the world? <laughs> the Rio test event. Uh, I didn't even know it was on. Yeah, yeah. we saw Vuya uh, uh, Moyes win it, and Bade oh. was third. Alex. Yep. Climbing coach, apparently. Climbing course, apparently. Punchy. Oh, that was on the weekend. Climb. Yep. Okay. Um, yep. Okay, uh, final <laughs> thoughts. Maybe we'll just go for pick a winner. Tanny, winner. Give me a winner. Of the whole thing. Yeah, of the whole thing. It's called the, uh, the Vuelta. It's a winner bop, bop, at the end. Bop, 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 uh, Van Garderen. TJ Van Garderen, BMC. Uh, Rob, Roberto Arnoldo. I, I just even despite what I said, I'm still going to go Lander just for a smoky. Mikel Lander, yep. yeah. Well, since Tanny's picked TJ, I'm going to go with Joaquim Rodriguez. Joaquim Rodriguez. To finally bag that grand tour that he's always deserved. It would be a beautiful thing. I Is he about would. 48, 50? Yeah, yeah I'm going to bet no, my house, ageless. your house, and anyone else's house that my. he won't even finish on the podium, J-Rod. Yeah, no, so I know. So you, you're betting people's oh, houses. What that would he be the most yeah. popular win. If, if it he, would. Like would it be fantastic. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Who doesn't like Furito? <laughs> Does anyone not like him? He's, uh, he's super cool. He's, he's pretty likable. He's pretty likable. All right. Yeah. I, uh, right. I will go right. with... Uh, right. I'll go with uh, Quintana. Okay for despite, the fatigue, despite the fatigue question, I'll go with Quintana uh, to add to his Giro belt. And uh, My head is saying Van, Van Garden, by the way, just to, just to concur I, with I know you want Van Garden. You want Van Garden to win. I do. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a soft spot for TV, <coughs> TVG. TVG. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if he goes as fast as that train. All right, guys. It's been a pleasure as always. Uh, for everyone at home, you can follow Cycling Central on Twitter at Cycling Central, literally as it's spelled. Tanny is Anthony underscore Tan. Rob is the publisher of at Ride at Media HQ. Phil goes by at Philip underscore Gomes, and I'm at Al underscore Heinz. This podcast is also available directly on SoundCloud and, of course, we're now on iTunes, so subscribe there if you so choose. That's it. It's been a pleasure as always. Bye for now. Bye.